by showcasing their professions, passions, and perspectives. I'm your host, Manthir Singh, a.k.a. The Net Nehung. Waheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Waheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Waheguru Ji Ki Fateh. Singh, Anji. welcome to the Net Nehung's Arena. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to talk to you. Uh, you have uh, different perspectives on a lot of different things. And sitting here looking at you, I just, one of them popped into my head. Uh, you have an interesting theory about the Star Wars Sith and Sikhi. Oh, <laughs> I should have known you were going to bring that up. Um, okay, sure. Why, why, why don't you explain? Because I think for the most, most part, most people associate the Sikh with the Jedi, that we uh-huh. see a lot of parallels with the Jedi. Right. And... You have a different theory on this. Can you explain that a little bit? So like, um, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, I guess you can say, you know, yeah, as am I. Yep. Um, so basically Jedi culturally Jedi's 100%, I believe I, I, I see it aligns with uh, sick perspectives, sick worldview, Gurmat, right. Mm. You can say that, uh, the, the, the Jedi Ret Mariada, so to speak, or they're called the Jedi code, right. Right. Is not. Uh, because it's about suppressing emotion and uh, not and detaching yourself completely from the world, just not participating. Uh, Almost that, like an and, ascetic, right? And that's a sadhu, right? Like sadhu, a sadhu, yeah. like you know. And I just remember like Guru Nanak's of you know the Sith Ghost, right? His, yeah, yeah. His his his, his conversations uh, with um, the sadhus, uh, it just it just doesn't make sense. Whereas the Sith, their mriyada or their code, it's not necessarily their daily actions, right? It, it, it recognizes emotions uh, and the place that they have and also being full-fledged members of society. Their culture and how they do it obviously isn't sure, aligned sure. with Gurmat. But that's where I, I, I would try to draw a line. I'm like, Jedi, Sikhs are neither um, and they're not in the middle. And that can lead into right. a lot of other conversations there. Right. Uh, but that, that, that's where my perspective comes from there. Interesting. So really, if you were to look at the force as the binding thing between everything, what you're saying is there's a culture with the Sith that can apply to Sikhi. And then there's a philosophy, uh, maybe not philosophy, but no, it's the uh, other way around. Oh, yeah. The culture for the Jedi applies yeah. with the Sikh, but the philosophy of the Sith applies more with Sikhi. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I would edit a few things because <laughs> yeah. they're very focused on uh, they're very focused on. So the thing is, that, so, you know, if we look at like the Panj Chor or whatever, right? Yeah. The Sith actually succumb to the Chor, but at least they're playing in the arena. Okay. The yeah. Jedi, they just try to kill it off completely. Which is also right. dangerous. We saw that it was dangerous. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. The movies, are, the Skywalker yeah. saga is a complete example of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there's obviously tweaks there, but, but it's not a black and white approach Yeah. yeah. Is, is all I'm trying to say. I've uh, always uh, I've always um, applied the um, Asadivar to mm-hmm. Darth Vader to Anakin Skywalker. Right. You know that you see you can see that there's this goal in life, and the challenges are um, the different things that you like. You think you're such a 
you know like you think you're such a hot shot you think you have all this power you think you can stop aging you think you can get so smart you think you can gain all these things and in the end you know you're just gonna die wretched death if you don't connect yourself uh with nam however you want to define what nam is but yeah you know what i mean so i've always kind of tried to do that to get the youth to interact but now even with star wars star wars is like an old man's game now (laughs) (laughs) maybe i mean even i mean i mean you're older than me but like uh so me it's it wasn't really about the i actually never liked the movies uh i was always a expanded universe type of person because i played the video right that was my generation was the video and to be honest they explore these topics way more than you can imagine. There's actually yeah. an enti- there's a game series called Knights of the Old Republic where Old it's Republic, totally right. It's based around you making decisions. So you're put into various scenarios over like 60 to 80 hours. I mean, people can play that game for 150 hours through one playthrough. Yeah. And there's all sorts of problem situations, and they have you make decisions in every situation, and then they try to classify them as light side or dark side, etc. Yeah. Uh, but for me, because I was so like, you know, hey. I wasn't going, I knew what the Jedi way was and I knew what the Sith way was. I was just, there was like a meter that showed light and dark side alignment. And I was like, "Eh." (laughs) right in the middle. (laughs) I may have leaned a little bit toward light side a lot, but you know, it was just, you know, that, so, but in the stories in that game were explored, those topics were just way more than the movies did. And that was my generation, what I grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see. Because the movies came out like, what, the seventies or something? Well, the original movie, it was 77. Yeah. And then then I think it was 77, then 79 or 80 and then 83 Mm -hmm. were the original movie. I wasn't born. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was a little kid and my, my dad took us. And I remember when we went and saw Return of the Jedi, it was the first movie I've ever been to where there was literally a line outside the theater Mm. wrapped around. That was the first, experience i had with like something that huge yeah the anticipation right the, the, yeah. final, the finale yep but uh okay so got that out of the way right <laughs> but it, it is a fascinating thing because you know i think it's important for us to think about our sikhi and the things we do just mm-hmm. because you're in gaming or a movie fan or watching sports or working you know making a living being able to apply Sikhi philosophy to those things are connecting it or seeing the parallels. It's uh, my wife likes to use the term Gurbat colored lenses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, try, try to approach everything with that. And I think that in essence, for me, that's been a major like teaching uh, from Guru Sahib, you know, just everywhere you go, everything you do, yeah. always try to have the lens or at least challenge yourself to think in that way. So, yeah. No, that's really important. You know, um, one thing I remember, I think you mentioned this at the retreat, or maybe I saw you on, because most of my interaction with you is online, but sure. uh, I've only, I've, you know, met you a few times in person, but online, mm-hmm. I've followed you quite a bit. But uh, there's another thing you brought up that I thought was really interesting. And again, maybe it's just looking at the world from that Gurmut uh, lens. You talked about a sick seat at the UN and having sick military, like a Air Force. Mm-hmm. that can respond to certain types of conflict or whatever. How, how, how much did you develop that idea? Like uh, how far can you go with that? I'd say in my early twenties, mid twenties, I spent a lot more time than I do nowadays. Yeah. Um, I was a bit more of, you know, I, I think it's important to have dreams and I haven't stopped dreaming, but I haven't, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't spent a lot of my mental resources in that realm of things anymore yeah. after my, 
continuing an ongoing experience from 2015 to now. Yeah. Uh, Sarbat Khalsa and getting really involved in the actual bunt and who's actually out there. It makes you realize a lot of the on the ground realities and where we are as a people. Uh, meaning, and I, meaning, meaning it's disheartening. We're in shambles. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not even close. Uh, I think I, but I, I don't want to stop. I think it's important to dream. And yeah. I, I actually feel like I should do more dream exercises internally myself uh, and also try to encourage it in my, you know, Sangat. But I stopped for quite some time because of the reality. And I started living in the reality and trying to figure out what actually can be done with what we have right this right now. Yeah. So like, why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So you were involved in the Sabat so Khalsa that happened. Or I, I don't know if we want to put quotes around that or not, but um, I mean it's it's in the history books now. Whether yeah. we can talk about whether it's legitimate or not, it's yeah, thing. yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's in the history books. So why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit? What was your experience of that? What was what role were you playing? How were you involved? And then what what was your experience? What did you see? So for me, you know, I was I was twenty five hmm. uh, when all that happened. So I mean, that places my age. I'm thirty one now. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, you know, I, when I came in, it came from somebody who had been obsessed with reading about Sarbat Khalsa and Sikh governance, uh, you know, the methodology, particularly the story of how Nawab Kapoor Singh was chosen in the yeah. Sarbat Khalsa of 1728. That had a huge impact on my life. Uh, just that story right there. I mean, obviously, Gurbani and, you know, trying to exercise, you know, Nam, however you'd find that, uh, connecting with Guru, right? And Gurmat is, is through Shabad, right? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> But the practicality applied in that story, historiography is a huge deal. Uh, I believe is the word historiography. Yeah. Uh, it's what they classify as the Janamsakis. The stories is a huge yeah. deal, especially for our tradition, which, which these stories are such a huge impact. That one specifically was a huge deal. All right, so the way that, uh, the way that story uh, really impacted me was uh, the decision-making process and how we chose our leaders uh, and the idea. So the, the thing was, is nobody... In the, in the purest sense, nobody was Punjabi kende kursini See, you know, right? So nobody was trying to get the chair. Nobody was trying to be chodder. Nobody was trying to be on top. That wasn't the idea and the principle behind it. In fact, they found it offensive that you even put the the offer to them, or even the concept of a, a, a supreme leader or something was so offensive to them. Right, right. Like, who, um, what, you, what, you think I'm power hungry? You think I'm, you know, I'm, do you think I'm trying to take advantage of people? Why would yeah, you put it on me? That, yeah. uh, sure, that, but 100% also, um, we, we are the Khalsa. We are collectively Guru Panth. Hmm. No one of us is greater than the other. So how can any one of us lead? Guru Granth Sahib Ji is our leader. Right. Right. Um, that has such a profound effect on me on the mentality at the time and want, wanted me to try to under force me to try to understand it a little bit more, especially when I read a little bit, I mean, whatever was left in the books or whatever we can have in what I heard in stories yeah. of what the dialogue was back and forth. They're like, right. well, you know, this doesn't make any sense. We're like, well, we can't conform. They were trying to figure out how they could navigate discussions with the status quo governmental structure of Nawabi and right. Jagir and what their what the Khalsa principles were of governance. And they were basically developing government in that conversation of how he was selected. Right. They basically were like, we don't know, take Hukum. 
right. <laughs> and they took right. hookum and then they based their decision off of what the hookum was, which I don't actually, it doesn't, it doesn't say anywhere. I mean, somebody could probably do the research and try to figure out what shava it was, but essentially it was, uh, that whoever does the most seva should be chief. Right. right. And right. then they ended up picking, picking the guy that cleaned, like cleaning up horse crap. Yeah. And <laughs> cleaning people's kachere right. And organizing the langar. But like, but the thing is, is that person ended up being the, one of the greatest leaders we've ever had. Yeah. Um, and that, that showed the standard of caliber of individuals at the time. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Today, the problem would be we'd take a hukum nama and there would be a fight over the interpretation of it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> obviously. Uh, <laughs> I think, I, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's hukum itself that that hukum was selected, right? It's the hukum and it's like inception <laughs> right. type thing. I don't know. Right. But like, you know, maybe it wasn't a hukum that could be misinterpreted. Yeah. But it's, it is, it happened. Or maybe yeah. six or so aligned in how they understood Gurbani at the time. Um, but actually, I'd argue against that because yeah, they had the I don't fight with so. Abande because because right. that was actually Bandai after that was actually right. yeah that was after the fight. Mm-hmm. So that sort of Khalsa happened after the Bande Khalsa and the Tath Khalsa. Right, right. So yeah, no, they they still had the same problems mm-hmm. <laughs> and they still argued with the. That's same. true. Uh, you know, maybe maybe it's just a different attitude. I I, I don't know. I, I even that I'm not sure of because when you read like Pant uh, Prakash like. Ratan Singh Pangu. Now, I mm-hmm. only read the English. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, my Punjabi wouldn't be strong enough for me to read it in Punjabi and understand it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed. Most people know. Yeah. I, I enjoyed like with the Punjabi part, but I wasn't understanding it until I read it in English. And then mm-hmm. it made a lot more sense to me what's being said. I don't, there's a lot in there that maybe I don't agree with. Maybe a lot of people don't agree with. But one thing that was interesting in there was the idea that all these different clans would meet in the jungle mm-hmm. and they were kind of one upping each other. Like who's the better warrior or they would come in kind of with a little bravado. Like our clan right. is the best clan. We're the best followers of the guru and we're the ones that are going to do the best fighting for the guru. Mm-hmm. So there was still clashes. There was still like the normal human behavior. Yeah. Right. We have this idea in our head that everybody wore like an orange damala, blue chola with an orange kamarkasa, and they did jakaras in unison. Not at all. Not at all. As a Actually, matter of fact, yeah. they're even saying that some of the whole Chamkor thing, like the Chali Mukte, thinking, you know, leaving Grusab, it made sense in context when you realize that people thought Guru Gobind Singh had gone insane. Mm-hmm. Right? Then people thought Guru went insane too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine. Actually, people thought every Guru was insane. Every Guru was insane. If you think about it, you think Guru Nanak Dev Ji's throwing Pani to the other direction. <laughs> Guru Nanak Dev Ji said, forget your family structures. <laughs> yeah. That's the most yeah. insane thing you can imagine right at the time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but we have this idea that people all just sat and sang Kirtan in unison and they just li- sat there listening to the Guru. When yeah, really, I think this uh, fantasy eyed approach or starry eyed look at it is. It really, it really makes you get detached or step away from the current realities. Right. But in actuality, this is a common thing. Right. So now it's, knowing it's, that when you, when you have that perspective, then you realize that the struggles that we're having, maybe they're exaggerated. Our numbers are bigger media. We have the social media and we can exaggerate them. Yeah. But yeah. Human 100%. problem is the same. Yeah, it's 100% the same. Uh, when, I, when I went back and, you know, the reason why I stopped dreaming to an extent for certain things, we're not at that, we're not, we don't have the resources to do the things that I've, I've dreamed about. Right. <laughs> we're right. not there. The, the world just isn't at that, well, at least we aren't. We lost yeah. so many opportunities. Um, we have, 
we're in a different phase. Um, and that's where you have to kind of take a step back and reevaluate like, hey, where are we exactly? Yeah. And that 2015 was a, was a, was a wake up call for me to understand where we are exactly. Like so how, how do you define where we are exactly? What, what do you see? We're in our infancy. Okay. If, if I'm being 100% honest, uh, we, in terms of uh, individuals that really try to explore these topics, uh, it, it was so hard to get even the concept of governance structure hmm. uh, out there as something that is important. That, right. You know, if we, we talk about like we live in the United States, uh, we talk about how there's an anti-intellectualism movement right. or something or right. an anti-academic, anti-knowledge. Anti-science, uh, yeah. I, I'd argue that's been a thing in Punjab since the British came, uh, there's been mm. an anti, uh, anti, you know, if I go right now, so when I came out of college and I, you know, I try to start being more active in my local Gordora, uh, back home, yeah. you know, you get the same type of thing. <laughs> right. And right. Oh, you're just like, what the heck? <laughs> this is where we are. Yeah. I, I, that's a different set of issues <laughs> that I can't exactly place, uh, in history. Uh, but it has it, the issues are kind of the same theme. Interesting that they're there, uh, you know. Yeah, I you, mean, you, we're, we ignore the fact that Paitaru Singh was what we would call an intellectual, hmm. Baba Deep Singh. We remember as the warrior who threw his head yeah, into he, the Prakarma, and he was a master of languages. Yes, yes, right, an intellectual. What we would call Hadi an intellectual. And you eight languages. Yeah, I mean, so our, our, but what we Hadi focused. Hadi spoke fluent English. That's oh, how. Is that he, right? That's how he was able to go. He's the one who was the proxy on behalf of Maharaja oh, Ranjit Singh right. at the Satluj for the Treaty of Amritsar. Yeah, so he had He's to know He's the one that went. So he had to know English. Didn't even think about that. There's no way he couldn't have. Right, right. Why? Yeah. Maharaja Ranjit Singh wasn't very intelligent, educated. He right. may have had good principles every now and then. His personal map, Mariada, was abysmal. Right. But, but Hari Singh Nalva was the most intellectual. Actually, um, Oh man, I forgot what his name was. Oh man. Goodness gracious me. <clears throat> Second Anglo Sikh war. I can't believe I'm phasing out this name. By Maharaj Singh, where he learned, Maharaj where he went Singh. to school. Okay. But where he went to school. Maharaj Singh was very intelligent. But the place that he went to school, which is where one of the treasons happened during yeah. the first Anglo Sikh war. Yeah. Um, it's like south of Amritsar near Tarantaran. Tarin. It's still there. And that's where everybody in the Sandiawala clan, they all met up and stuff. And it was bombarded by the people who were in charge of the, do the, the Dogras. I so see. that school itself was a yeah. highly intellectual school um, with their leader. I forgot their name. And I know a couple of my mentors will smack me <laughs> uh, right now. But yeah, so even so the they were ignored <laughs> at the time. Yeah. yeah, so there is some kind of anti-intellectual yeah sentiment right yeah because it, it's it's been growing and i think it started to grow toward the latter half of the empire like, to be honest well, that's also coincides with when a lot of today we have a santa baba problem but like mm -hmm. when you even look at the gursic personalities that came out of the late 1800s early 1900s you know you can talk about um you know different people like uh um byron theer singh or um uh, Gurbach, uh, Singh, Sant Kartar Singh, like some of these people mm -hmm. that later for Tiksal, um, Baba Harnam Singh, like the, we genuinely regard them as very Gursik people, not necessarily mm -hmm. people that 
you could argue whether they started their own cults or datas or groups mm-hmm. or whatever, but they were considered Gursic people. And their value was not based on their intelligence. It was based on some kind of spiritual enlightenment that, right. came, that came only from uh, Gurbani or Simran or whatever. So that feeling that we can't have a educational knowledge, we have to have a, only a spiritual knowledge for it to be valid. And then anybody can have that. Right. Right. So like I didn't go to school, but I can be really smart about spiritual matters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, a lot of people have profiteered off of this very specific thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, especially nowadays. Nowadays, it's way out of hand. But I, 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 I guess the people—if people are there, if they made the turn, they'll realize it's all kind of one and the same. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. all—it's all kind of one flow, one string. Nothing separated. But uh, I, yeah. No, I mean, even just the idea of information, we live in the age of information now, right? You can go Mm -hmm. on YouTube and the internet and find whatever you want to find and learn about it and whatever. But people don't think about like Guru Gobind Singh's Darbar was a place that Grusab invited all the people that knew everything about a topic Mm -hmm. to come disseminate that information to the population. Because right. the general population was only allowed certain. You couldn't do rags under the order of the emperor. You, uh, if you were a lower caste, you couldn't hear certain prayers. You know, like all these different rules. Those were all controlling information. Right. And Guru Vincing said, "No, make this inform. Come here, make write this information. Write the books. Write in the common language. Yeah. In the common language and distribute it. Let people learn. Let people know." You know, it makes you wonder, like, what would Guru Saab do today? Would Guru Saab have a YouTube channel? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think maybe a wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> but, any, but anybody could change a wiki page. <laughs> this is true. Like, we'll have, like, the Tuxala wiki page or something. Dimitri, <laughs> yeah. Right? Not, not dumb Dimitri Tuxala. Tuxala means mint. Yeah, it's yeah, actually a really yeah. cool word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been taken over, kind of. <laughs> it's right? been taken over. Um, but... Yeah, yeah, I get your point. But uh, in essence, so yeah, my, my experience was, uh, you know, gel, uh, trying to navigate an anti-intellectualism movement. So uh, that, that was the biggest like, resistance was just yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And well, also people were coming in with specific agendas too. Um, I, hmm. so I, find, I guess you could say I was coming in with an agenda. I'm interested, not interested. I think it's absolutely important that we set up a governance structure yeah. uh, with or without statehood. Because we are a nation. So what would that uh, look like? I, I don't understand. So, I mean, it's been demonstrated a few times. So we did a couple of case studies. So the Somalian elders have done it. Uh, you could argue that the Jews had it. They had the Jewish World Congress for a very long time before Israel. Actually, it still exists today because there's Jews all over the world. So it still has okay. a place. Yeah, I don't um, really know a lot about that. So before the Jews got Israel, they had some kind of uh, governing body for all the Jews around the world. With the intent, uh, it wasn't. That, it wasn't all. It was kind of like a. It was kind of like a certain uh, organizations would sign up to be a part of the Jewish World Congress, and then internationally, it was deemed as like, oh, that's a voice of the Jews. But obviously, you know, one Jew and you know, a family somewhere probably like they don't represent me. Of course, and then you know, but like you can that imagine kind of that with six being something like you have a Jatadar from your region, and all the yeah. Jatadars yeah. around the world get together and have a conference. Sure. Sure. Um, so like, you know, Sarbat Khalsa, essentially, you know, if we, we tried to, we tried to bring it to some, some sort of Western terminology to define it in this day and age so people could relate to it. 
okay. uh, because regardless whether you like it or not, uh, we were affected by colonialism in Punjab, within Punjab, as well as we're in the diaspora. So right. the best description we could use that we figured out uh, in Punjabi, you call it Sarb Samti, uh, which is Sarb Everybody Samti, an agreement. So like uh, a consensus. Right. That's the word we started using, consensus. Then we're okay. like, okay, uh, consensus, okay, consensus-based democracy. <laughs> That's what we're yeah, going to call yeah. it. Right. So we started trying to define it like that and arguing the words and, you know, other people like in Punjab, they would, they started saying things, you know, or I guess uh, people we were, we were trying to work with, they call it common minimum program, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, Jigmeet Singh and company came from Canada. They went to the World Sick Conference in Australia with Rajinder Singh bands and Bod and all these different people who were, yeah. you know, outcasts from SGPC and SAD and even some AAP members like Janelle Singh was there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they started talking, they were doing examples. They were trying to get the idea of this consensus based thing and all that stuff going forward. But then it turned into arguing about why we boycotted the 1992 election and stuff and who messed up what. And oh my like, God. So like we have so much baggage. We yeah. can't do thought development. And that was the main thing. It's like, okay, all right, maybe we're getting somewhere. We're starting to talk about more in-depth things. Right. Oh, wait, there's this thing that isn't addressed. We have so many things that are just not addressed that we're like, well, how can we start talking about this, 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 when these are ongoing? I'm like, well, right. it's only ongoing if the people know about it. Nobody knows everything that happened. If we go ask a lame, uh, a lame, lame person about- They would have no idea. Yeah, yeah. be like, what are you talking about in 1992? <clears throat> what happened in 1992? I'm yeah. just like, man, how do I even start explaining that? Um, you know, in addition, if you talk about the Hari Singh Nalwa conference of, uh, of July 4th, 1978, right? That was a major conference where the, the opposition deemed that India had betrayed the six. Nobody will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's actually. hard for me to, uh, it's hard for me to get people to read an Anthrasab resolution. Yeah, so is that where an Anthrasab resolution came from? Yeah, so it, it was a direct result of that <clears throat> conference. Actually, it wasn't 78. It was way earlier than that. Uh, I think it was 64. Or yeah, and they finally got yeah. the resolution and, in seventy. And then resolutions started writing yeah. in 65, 66. But then the resolutions didn't really come up until 82. Right, right. right? Then they started doing something with it. So there's this whole timeline that, you know, I, to be honest, I kind of gave up trying to talk about because um, not everybody's on the same page and not everybody understands the story. Yeah. Uh, and that, it really goes back really far. I'd argue the division goes back to the missile system, the missile period with the 12th missile, the Fulkian betraying yeah. and them still staying alive till today. And then them forming Pepsu. And now most of them in the Congress party. <laughs> so I see like, for me telling this story, like you I'm just to, saying all you these might as well just things. start with Guru Nanak Dev Ji was like, born in 1469. How, yeah, <laughs> how am I supposed to tell this story? You know, yeah, yeah. like it's a, it's a mess right now. It's an absolute mess. Well, you know how uh, you can tell this story. Actually, you could tell this story by writing it you could tell this story by i mean even making a movie or a series sure a doc, you know but you who can, am i and like who, who's gonna pay for it <laughs> so it's really well that's today. that's true i mean i that, that is always a challenge i i spoke recently with uh uh by sequinder singh of this mod you know he did those mm-hmm. sabzade movies and and things yeah, yeah. Singh, and he flat out said the biggest challenge is is money yeah because even when people would hug him and cry and thank him and then offer him money. (laughs) 
it would fall apart at, when it came time to actually give a check. Yeah, yeah you know? absolutely. Absolutely. It's a difficult thing, but it takes somebody that would actually know all of this stuff. You know, you have to understand it and know it. And most of us don't. Even those of us that have read a little bit more than the maybe average sick about this history or paid attention to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know all the details. We don't know how everything is connected. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard. I think there's a lot of people out there who uh, have good intentions and are yeah. trying, but <clears throat> right. uh, the whole picture just isn't presented anywhere nicely to us right. uh, really. And I think if somebody tries and I mean, may, I probably should, I feel like, I'm not prepared for all the different types of allegations and backlash you would get, get from, different, for sure. from different types of parties and saying you're pushing a very specific narrative. Yeah. And so I've been very careful on what I'm doing to try not push, uh, try to push a punthic narrative. Whereas, you know, we think only about within this realm, like, okay, I'm not going to think of it in any particular school of thought. I need to think only in this one. Right. Personally in my life, I may, you know, practice my mariada might be you know a specific right. school of thought but when quantically it's not just with mariada it's with the way you look at history and develop institutions also you have to look at those things right but right. we have so much baggage like if i told you right now the uh, the all india gordwara act which yeah. essentially gives sgpc whatever it was Authority. written by a muslim yeah. right oh, a lot really? of people say oh it was written by a british guy like no it was actually mm. written by a muslim mla from punjab at the time oh, wow Right. So like it's, and I don't think it's bad, but it's even the slight knowledges at all. Like, you know, yep. where, where, who did what? We don't even know who right. came up with the institutions we're stuck in today and how do we end up in there and who likes them? Yeah. And so, what, what, so what do you, what, how do you, what do you feel about the Singh Sabha movement? I mean, I think, uh, I think a lot of their decisions are critiqued now in retrospect, but they're not critiqued based upon the realities on the ground at the time. Right. Of what In they context were dealing of with. what they were dealing with. Right. Yeah. What they're dealing with at the time. And I think obviously right now sitting here, I can get really mad about certain things. Yeah. But if I, if I go back and try to look at what they were dealing with right then and there, I don't get very upset about a few things. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think I agree with you because, you know, often people criticize the language and, and I, I know the, 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 the language could be fixed. There's a lot of stuff we could fix, but we get caught up on certain details. Like, um, where it says a Sikh's daughter must marry a Sikh. A lot of people are like, oh, that's sexist. That's chauvinistic. You know, what mm-hmm. about the boys or whatever? But in the context of the reality at the time, a Hindu girl marrying a Sikh boy would become a Sikh. Yeah, it was You took rule. on the husband's It was religion. the rule of the Hindus uh, at the time. <laughs> even, even uh, at least culturally, even today, I know people that have married a, a Hindu girl who's yeah. from a Sikh family. And in their ceremony, which you can argue whether we should even be doing havans or whatever their ceremony is. Yeah. But in their ceremony, the pundit says, you are no longer of this family. You are now a core of the six. Really? <laughs> I've heard this. Like, oh, wow. It, he's like, you are now this, this core. Yeah. You are nothing else. Right. You are theirs now. <laughs> and I was like, you can argue whether that's chauvinistic too or whatever. Sure. No, uh, that, yeah, that's, a that's the reality we can... at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, 
And it's another step to it too. Not only was that the reality of the, of the time that the girl just adopted the boy's religion. So the idea was not to let sick girls leave the sick religion to, sick, right. to leave sicky. Right. I mean, so that the, was why the rule was written, but right, on the I mean, other, it's, oh, it's not just Hindus though. It's also uh certain Muslims as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's why it's why it, I guess it's just the South Asia. Well, at least Punjab region, I suppose I can't speak. I don't know the rest of South Asia. Right. But uh, Punjab region, at least even today, you know, we have the cases of ongoing kidnappings of young sick girls uh, yeah. in Pakistan and, and yep. you know, in Sindh and stuff. And the grooming and all and that. It's yep. because <laughs> if you, if you marry the girl, yeah. the law or the culture or whatever, she becomes a Muslim yeah. or whatever else. Right. You know? Yeah. And, it, and, and they, they're, all they were doing was trying to protect our numbers that we don't lose our numbers. Yeah, yeah. And, and if they had just made a statement like a sick must marry a sick, which is what we all want to say today. But mm-hmm. in those days, if you said that, you would have a very small pool to choose from and the month wouldn't grow. Mm. So when you, you can when argue you, that, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, you know, you, you can think about it in context. Now, maybe it's, it should be changed. Times are different. And we have oh, I think issues, there's a lot of stuff right? that needs to be changed. But right. in order for us to make updates, we need a governance structure. <laughs> you need a governance right? structure. You have to have a Sarbat Khalsa. <laughs> and Sarbat Khalsa. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that goes back to whatever people argue about. Oh, there's this issue. There's that issue. I'm like, dude, everything is solved if we have Sarbat Khalsa. Yeah. A real one. A yeah. proper, accountable governance structure for us to work through issues. So you said you were involved from 2015 to 18. And then 2000. Uh, then around that time, whatever you you got disheartened. We we all kind of saw what happened. I wasn't I wasn't disheartened. So maybe not disheartened. Okay. I mean, you you see the games that are played, right? Okay. Because essentially, uh, it doesn't matter. You know whether somebody born in the West likes it or not. Six are intrinsically tied to Punjab, regardless yeah. of what you believe or think. Um, the concept. I mean, you can argue the concept of homeland or whatever. Eighty percent of our populations in South Asia, seventy uh, percent in Punjab. Well, yeah. yeah. Every every time we do any kind of training with law enforcement, we always brag about we're the fifth largest religion in the world. Well, yeah. that, that number is coming. Then you discount <laughs> the whole populace. Uh, but uh, there, there is a there is an intrinsic tie. Uh, mm-hmm. Another thing is, you know, really sensitive subject to some people, but it's it's a fact whether you like it or not. Punjabi is the national language of the six. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you if you uh, you know, I'll tell you a story. In 2014, I was backpacking across Punjab by myself. Um, for a couple months and, you know, I was hanging on the bar side, met a Singh from France, met a Singh from Germany, uh, and a Singh from Mumbai. And then there was a Singh local to Amritsar. So the guy from Mumbai, his first language was Marathi, right? A Marathi, okay. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it, right? Marathi, the guy yeah. from France, it was French. The guy from Germany was German. <laughs> Mine was English, but we all spoke Punjabi. That's the right. only way we communicate with one another. Right, right. right. Institutionally, we all learn Punjabi at Gordora. I see. That's a reality. It's there. You can't ignore it. <laughs> we learn it. Whether right. we both all spoke kind of broken, but we communicated and we hung out for like five days. Right. And we were from all over the world. Right. So that by definition is a tie, a, a national tie, a language. <laughs> right. That ties us right. together. So there's certain realities like that. You just got to accept and learn. Um, uh, I forget where I was going with this. Where, what was, I haven't seen. Well, no, we, were, we were talking about like, you said you weren't disheartened. You were just kind of. Oh, I, I wasn't disheartened, but I, I saw how things changed, how, how right. the focus changed so fast. Yeah. Like in, from in 2017, 
everybody was talking, sorry, end of 2016, everybody was talking about Sarwat Khalsa. Yeah. It was an ongoing thing. You had the Panjbyare that quit and essentially became, Havara was Jatadar, issuing yeah. stuff. You had Tandriwale in the mix too, because he was yeah. flexing his punting muscles at the time. You, you had so many different players, you know, with Simran Singh Man and Dian Singh yep. Man and all these folks. And, uh, you know, even Bidu said something, right? Yeah. And he's generally quiet. Um, but uh, the focus got switched to SYL, right? The Satluj Yamuna Canal. And immediately everybody started talking about water. Right. And then I was like, what happened? Yeah. Are we just going to not talk about this anymore? But like, no, it's done. We're talking about this now. Right. And then thing after thing kept happening. Another thing happened. Yeah, and more tangents. And then another thing yeah. happened. And then that's a distant past now. And now it's gone. Right. And I was, I, I, I guess you can say I was disheartened by that. But the fact is like, that's the reality of what happens. Yeah, they basically sidelined the most important part of it. But it wasn't even external forces. It was yeah, yeah. internal forces. Right. Okay. I see uh, so we have, we have an internal uh, focus issue or something. We'll get, we'll start arguing about meat or dasam grand or something else, but we'll right. forget. Like we, so when I, so I worked with the free conflict organization. Uh, I was the main content creator for quite some time. Uh, and, you know, we, we essentially, we, we created, we got a data pool together. The first ever of its kind, we issued a report. Yeah. We called it diaspora polling brief. So we didn't pull anybody in Punjab. But we took, uh, we held events in Malaysia. We held an event in UK. We held an event in uh, West Coast USA, East Coast USA. Um, and I believe there's one in Canada as well, uh, West Coast Canada. Um, and in, in, in within those, we basically, it was basically a survey. That's what yeah. it was. I mean, if you look at it. Uh, and what we found was, it, the survey was based around the role of Panjbyare, Sarbat Khalsa, the role of the Panth, all that, all that all, a series yeah. of questions. You can actually go to the website and look at it. We found that six, 87% of us agree on everything. <laughs> right. So, wow, that's a good number to know. Right. If you think about it, so uh, agreement. Uh, so, if you look at, uh, I'm saying agree because we, we did consensus based, and consensus based structure was either you agree, uh, you, you're going to stand aside, but that means you're not going to push back on it. You just, you're kind of like, ah, whatever, this can go through. Disagree is I disagree with this, but I'm not going to block this from going through. Mm. It should still go through. Right. And a block is I disagree with this. I think it's wrong. I'm going to block this. It needs to be rewritten. Yeah. So basically you had three chances at agreement and one chance at stopping something from going right. through. Right. So the 87% was just, I agree, not wow. stand aside, not disagree. <clears throat> so there's more block. levels of, right. Of so, agreement. Yeah. Yeah. But if I go, if I add agreement stand aside and mm -hmm. disagree, we had a 95% agreement rate on right. everything. That's amazing. So that means as a people, if we were going to pass bills or laws or whatever you want, I, I don't like to use those words. If we were going to make decisions. Uh, are you, are you avoiding those words just because they're colonial words? Is that why? There, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> and there's just so many, uh, I can say it's for colonial reasons. Uh, another person can say like the concept of a binding law created by man is anti-Gurmat or something. I've had so many okay. conversations okay. with so no, many It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Right? Yeah, it is very interesting. I just don't have that full perspective, but I appreciate other person, people's perspectives enough for me to be cautious in the term use okay. of the word. Okay. So that's, <laughs> that's why we're avoiding those words, but yeah. there, coming certain, up with this kind of structure though, yeah, structure whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, we had an overwhelming agreement. That means we have an overwhelming ability to get stuff done. 
Yeah, you know what? Right. Interestingly <laughs> enough, when you think about even the definition of a Sikh in the Ratnada, Kaltak Ratnada, you know, the idea that you believe in one God, you believe in the ten gurus, you believe in Guru Granth Sahib as your living guru, you don't be- follow another religion, and you have faith in Guru Gobind Singh's Amrit. Hmm. That covers a lot of people. Yeah, it's pretty open-ended. And if right. it, well, yeah, but then, you know, you have to be careful with these terms. It's funny, right? So we were using a lot of the stuff from Ratan Riyadh, but written differently. Just because of Ratan Riyadh, the stigma, like it was written by yeah, the yeah, British. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right, yeah, it was yeah, written yeah. by the British. Right, right. But you use a lot of the concepts, you write it in a completely different way, not using those certain terminology. Sure. Like belief or the word right. God, right? Because those things bother yeah. people. And I get it. Well, no, God I, definitely has like a, a, an image associated with the word right. God, you know, yeah, an old West, man with a big beard or whatever. Right. right. So, um, so we changed the terminology and that immediately got away, got, removed like 90% of the blocks. Like, <laughs> right, like, right. It I'm goes like, back to your saying, survey. It's saying the same thing. But, yeah. No, that's, like, that's clever. But like, essentially, I, I do know if, the, if, if we had money and there was an entire organization and that was working on this, we could do so much with the Pant. Uh, we, could, we could accomplish so much. Uh, well, we just don't you know, have the people or the resources. You know, I don't know if that's true. The people and resources are there. We have a lot of people and resources. We're just not channeling that energy in the right way. Yeah, sure. I mean, but channeling itself is a is a ability for somebody to do. Right. True. And I don't have that ability. And I know some people have tried that you would think have that ability, but they don't as well either. Yeah. Um, I think you know, there, it um, was. We thought. You know, things were going really well before coronavirus. Um, I mean, Gani Harpreet saying it seemed like some things were happening. Yeah. Uh, with Harpreet. I mean, if, yeah. I mean, to be honest, on, on the ground, like people don't, like, don't understand this. Uh, Harpreet saying, you know, people can make comments, whatever they want. Him getting in the position that he is as the SGPC appointed Akaltak Jatidar is a result of everything that happened in 2015 to oh, 2016. Okay. Interesting. Uh, it is, it is. It's he is not one of the status quo people. Right. Uh, he is he's a so if you see now, if you look if, if people who follow news now in the pond, yeah. you'll see there's a voice of Shromni Kalidal, aka Sukbir Badal. Right. There's a voice of Congress Party with Captain Amrinder, Amrinder. Yeah. and then there's Datadar of Akaltakt and SGPC. Yeah. Datadar Akaltakt didn't have a separate voice for a very long time. Long it was time. pretty much lock and step with SAD for a very long right. time. And now Al-Qaltaq Jatadar is saying things that you'll be like, oh my goodness, what? What You're saying yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of people have the critique like, well, as soon as Congress, you know, loses next election and Shromni Kalidal is in power, he won't say anything anymore. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll but, see. But he's, he's said enough that it started getting things turning. A right. lot of conversations were happening and a lot of things were being said where he was facilitating the conversation that I was shocked like it would, it totally dismantles the status quo of the conversations that were happening. Right. Those are the people that were involved in Punjab and in South Asia, even in like Australia and as far as, you know, Europe and stuff, the conversations. I mean, uh, here too. I mean, I was privy to the conversations. Um, yeah. So things but, were happening. But Gany preaching is also relatively young. Yeah. I think he's in his late 30s. Yeah. He's, he's That's only, relatively he's only young, a, especially yeah. compared to everybody else. Yeah, that we're talking and, about here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but also means he's connected to youth issues, I guess you could say, mm. if we classify ourselves as youth in the yeah, 30s. I, I'm probably I mean, not in that category anymore. But <laughs> I mean, are you over 40? I'm 47. 
Okay, so yeah. by old terminology, by precedent in Sikh history, you're not youth anymore. Yeah, but it was it was forty and below was deemed youth. I see. Okay. And anything above forty was bodada. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's the that's precedent. Fine. That that that's still a badass group to be a part of. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. They just didn't run that fast. Yeah, <laughs> and that's true of me too. <laughs> uh, no, but, but uh, okay. So going back to like setting up this structure and getting people on board. And it sounds like it was like so much chaos and just the momentum gets out of control very easily. Oh yeah. That's exactly what happened. And I, I wasn't, I was witnessing, this is my first time at the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Somebody could say, yeah, there's people who've been a crowd of, have been a part of a lot of things. Yeah. Cause there are these people, these people were there in eighties, right? They were right, there, right. They were there in 1992. They were there in 95. They were there in 78. There's people at that table as well. Mm. Um, so, they had experience and, uh, but even, but what, what was different was even they were saying the conversations are on a different level right now. Yeah. We're talking at a different level right now. Yeah. So um, they, were, they were even getting inspired by that. The yeah, fact that it, it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is the fact <clears throat> is that all these people came out of the woodwork. Yeah. People were coming out of retirement. People were yeah. saying stuff that haven't said anything in a long time. Right. Well, there was a lot of buzz and excitement about it. Oh yeah. 100%. You know? so. Uh, but but the thing is, like people say, it's a it's a cascading effect. This is yeah. you know they were saying that Ijuana stuff was like one thing, yeah. and now it's to keep getting progressively more and more and more. I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen then? Yeah, is it going to happen? We got to the point where we actually started talking about institution development, and that's where we hit the roadblock. Right, because people like, for instance, if I, okay, so I wrote uh, I wrote draft Sarvat Khalsa Vidivadan, right? You can okay. call it Vidya the process procedures, yeah. right? I submitted it to the Panchpare, you know, Satanam Singh Khandewal, right? It got sent to Hawara. Um, obviously, I wasn't the only drafter. There was a bunch of us, right? There yeah, was a bunch yeah. on the Freya Kaltak team, and we had open comments. Yeah. We tried to put it online, and we tried to get, and we got accusations or you're manipulating or whatever, but we right, tried to keep right. it as open as we possibly could using the tools we had, writing what we yeah, could. Yeah, no, I remember. Um, yeah, we were asking everybody. We're like, yeah. hey, come on the big, do comments. Hey, you yeah. want to write? No? Okay, I guess I'll write. Right. So we submitted and um, the kind of comments we got back, people like I, I think a small percentage of people actually read through all of it. Yeah. And the percentage of people that did, they were like, nobody's ever done this. And it's surprising that you got, you know, I'd say maybe like a, over 100 contributors, I feel like, in my wow. personal opinion, um, that I was just like editor for. Uh, but, you know, Others would be like, hey, this is too hard. Can you make this shorter? Like our, <laughs> our governance should be one page and simple for everybody to look at. And that's where I'm sitting there. And that's what really got to me. And this, these were direct comments. You know, somebody might, I'm not going to name names. Yeah, yeah, you need to. This is direct comments from very powerful people. Yeah. In Punjab politics, at least. <clears throat> yeah. This is, this is too complicated. And you know what? Part I, of that I, problem, though, is that um, we all have whatever experience and knowledge we have. We're not in constant training on how to do things like you would be like maybe in a corporate environment where they expect you to be trained when you're as you're going up the corporate ladder. You need training how to be a better manager. You need training to how to manage the managers. You know, we don't we don't really have that um, for yeah, so in general or, yeah, but, we, or whatever. Yeah, we, but we even got the critique that it was too corporate. 
And yeah. you guys sound like some Western capitalist association. Yeah, developing. yeah, I get that too. And yeah. I was just like, you know, oh, it's tough. We're trying to change the terminology as much as we can. And we're literally, our, the goal is to be as sick minded and develop terminology and institutions in line outside of that scope as much as possible. Yeah. But you'd still get that accusation. And it's typically from social media influencers, people who, uh, you know, you ask to contribute and write and then they don't want to. Like, okay, write, please write for us. Yeah. But they don't want to. And <clears throat> I'm not <throat> saying that's bad. Maybe I am. I no, don't know. it's bad. It is bad, I, I don't, right? I, I don't, the thing is, I don't know. I, I'm not, I can't say it's bad. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you can't, but I can say it because it's just like uh, uh, Sing Subba movement. They invited people. They invited everybody they could think of that had an opinion about what the Sikh Mariyadda should be. Right. And some yeah. people participated a little and then didn't participate later or didn't and come. They, they left. They're like, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, they left. And then, they, then they're critiquing it later. It's like you had your opportunity to be there and give your input so that it could have been influenced the way you think it should be. Oh, and then, and then there was like, who should give input, right? right. <laughs> it was right. We dealt with that too. And to be honest, wow. I don't think, so I would be like, it doesn't matter who gives input as long as they can support their input by good right. 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 It doesn't matter what you look like or what your personal practices. If your ideas are based in gurmat, right. your personal problems and your personal choices, that's your faults and your challenges. But if you're coming up with some idea here, you know, like that, that I can identify with that is attached to Guru Sahib, Yeah. Why wouldn't I consider that? Why shouldn't, why shouldn't we collectively consider that? Yeah, yeah. Measure I don't think against, we should ever. Measure against Gurmat. That's, yeah, always... that's the main measurement. And when you're trying to advocate for that, that still doesn't fit well with some people. So like, I remember a critique we got from a pretty, pretty famous dude that's actually lost all credibility since something else happened uh, okay. associated with that person. But this person is like a huge, like, uh, he's a huge diaspora Nahung person. Okay. Right? Um, that actually might narrow it down. Anyway, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he... I remember what he did when, when, when we said we're working on trying to write this. He did a whole post to all like thousands of his followers saying like, look, they got money. These are the yeah. people that are going to run a call duct. I'm like, right. we're not going to run a call duct, first of all. Yeah. Second, we're just trying to facilitate a conversation on yeah. our own because nobody else was trying to facilitate an open conversation. And right. we're trying to invite everybody. And even that, like there's so many different things you have to do. I was not prepared to deal with those types of things. Yeah, and uh, if somebody, if just because somebody's a monna doesn't mean that they're going to come in and influence it to be like, oh, uh, new Sikh Mariyadda allows the Biyadbi of case. We weren't even talking yeah. about Mariyadda. That's <laughs> right. the thing. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying like, you, all you're saying is get, we want input and then we'll yeah. evaluate it. We'll evaluate the input. Anybody well, can well, give good Open input. evaluations. Because at the right. events, okay. the surveys that we did, yeah. the surveys... At each one of those events, the survey was, in essence, evaluate these different proposals. Right. Okay. Tell us whether you agree, disagree, stand aside, and block. And then tell us why you would block and why you disagree. Right. So we were like, so we can record it. It was, yeah. it was the first time that anybody tried to record actual <laughs> disagreements and blocks. And we said that your blocks had to be supported by Gurmat. Right. You can't just say, I don't like this. Yeah. Right? Uh, it just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. You had to be like, but why? Yeah. And yeah. why from, from some teaching that you can teach all of us, right. why is this wrong? Right. 
right? That was the attitude where even that was hard to do because people be like, I don't know what Shabbat offers. I'm like, I'm asking for you a Shabbat. Give me some bichad, teach me something. So then right? you must have had some kind of consolidated like database system and, and, yeah, yeah. and tools, so right? We, so all the broad data is actually on the website. That's what I was going to say. Now you have those tools. <laughs> it was just a matter of getting people to have faith in using these tools. Yeah. The tool, yeah. yeah. It was really hard. Um, it, you had to do the events, but the events cost money. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it was immense amount of people, resource and time that wasn't sustainable. It was a yeah. full-time thing. Like I would love to continue doing, um, you know, surveys type stuff. But, you know, the reality is I, I'm in the world of Maya. I got, I have to pay yeah, a mortgage. You have to pay bills. Yep. I have, yeah. I have parents <clears throat> that I deem as my sangat yep. that I like to take care of. You know, they're retiring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was essentially their retirement plan. <laughs> it'd, be, <laughs> it'd be really messed up, you know, for yeah. me not to <laughs> make sure that they, they get the medication and the living that they need. No, absolutely. There's just absolutely. no money out there to give me a salary to do this type of thing. Right. And then if you were to have somebody say, okay, we're creating this organization, we're going to put John Priesting onto salary to do this work, then, then you're going to get all the people coming out saying, well, he should be doing this as a seva if he was really doing it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then you get critiqued on what your salary is. Yep. Yep. And I'll be like, well, I was making this much as an engineer. Right. That's what I was able to pay for all these things. Like, yeah. I, I, it's just, there's too many things right now. And I don't you know, know how to navigate them, to be but honest. Still it's, coming back to it, like, even at the Gurdwara level, um, I talked about this recently with somebody. Maybe it was another podcast. I don't want to repeat myself too much, but um, we did a, I used to do this workshop at, um, at like Windsor Camp. Mm hmm. Um, cause they had a ton of kids and it, and it went well. It was based off of the, um, um, Sabbat Khalsa thing, uh, that in the preaching does where yeah. he, you know, where he at, but I, I totally changed I've done it. that workshop. Yeah. Yeah. But I totally changed it, um, for the purpose of, I didn't want anybody thinking about anything secure related. So what I did is I made a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Okay. I put the puzzle on display. You got 150 kids sitting there. You put the puzzle on display and you let them look at it and you say, you guys, we got to figure out the answer to this puzzle. And then we set up our groups. They come evaluate the puzzle. They have to select their jathedar. We go into a room where, they, where the sangat can't see them debating. As a matter of fact, the first time Indrapreet Singh did this, where I was involved when he did this, he did it that way, where he isolated the jathedars who were now going to come to some kind of consensus on what the answer to this the problem right. was that he had um but it doesn't work when people are watching so that's why i went back to that they argue they argue they argue and you, you put pressure you guys got to come up with an answer i know full well they're not going to be able to after like an hour of them arguing and having the other kids do something else in the meantime you let them go back to the group explain what the problems the, that they ran into what other people were saying the answer was and why they was they were saying that and sometimes you'd have a group say, hey, we've lost faith in our jathedar. Can we remove our jathedar and send somebody else? They're like, yeah, you can do that. You know, there, or sometimes they would be like uh, yelling at their jathedar that, no, 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 you have to convince them. That's got to be the answer because of X, Y, Z. But anyway, what would happen is when they reconvene, now they had consulted with their sangat. They would reconvene and they would always come to one answer mm -hmm. because now they took their arguments that they had back to their groups and their groups right. worked on them. Right. So it worked, but my vision of it wasn't really to do this with kids. 
I, I think we need to come up with workshops like this and do them at the Gurdwaras. Don't talk about any serious issue that the Gurdwara is having. Right. You got to talk about something else. That makes talk sense. about something. Give them. That's interesting. The, I actually never even thought about that. Um, but that's, that's actually pretty revolutionary. <laughs> well, well, what happens is then now your brain is working. You figured out how to solve a problem right. with people that you don't really get along with maybe. Mm-hmm. And now maybe you can go into a real problem thinking, hey, that worked. Yeah, Let's yeah, try yeah. that process. 100%. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, 100% these types of training should be happening mm-hmm. uh, in Gordwaras in some way. And I think some organizations have tried to do trainings like this. Yeah. I know Jakarta tried to do something with their kids. I think they do this in the in the workshops for high school students and stuff. Okay. Uh, I th- you obviously have done it in your, I think there's other contributors like yourself at other camps that have done it. I know Sikri does it obviously in the Pritvirji and yeah, so on. Yeah. And they did it with some Gurdwara leaderships. Uh, you know, when I was with Free Akaltak, we did it. Obviously that's what we were doing essentially. Yeah. No, it's I, a brilliant I, I, workshop. In the did a great was, job. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, there's, it's, it's when the subject matter comes into play, there's just a lot of detractors that you well, can come up with. Like, well, I think that was a problem with Indipreet Singh's concert because he was doing Aratmrata change, right? Mm-hmm. And he gave scenarios and gave people- yeah, The one that I did was Ardas change. Yeah, oh, Ardas <laughs> change, yeah. So that's that can be in and of itself controversial. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I just took that out. I was like, you know what? Don't let people get heated about anything secure related. Right. Let them have fun with it. And then maybe something would come out of it. Yeah, maybe they they get they get to learn tools on how to think about an approach situation. Maybe right, and then uh, that's why when you're saying that about your um, data that you were con- collecting like that, those are tools that we need to use. And maybe we just people need the training to understand. Yeah, I mean it it worked. So in the diaspora, you can say this is like a classist type thing. Generally, the more I mean, I, I'd say it depends on where you are. I, in Malaysia, they're all very educated. Every yeah. single one of them. Um, I'd argue in other parts, it's it's diverse. It's more diverse. Right. Every single one. So they're not really exposed to organizational type things, you know, okay. in this regard. They don't have experience. They don't have practice. Um, you know, a lot of us, the reality is a lot of us are, you know, we have, you know, small business owners. A lot of yep. us, yep. you know, we're on our own. They're, they're individually self-made people. They're not dependent on anybody. Not many of the first generation people in the diaspora are uh, a part of large organizations in their yeah. in their daily life. Um, but like, you know, like people in Malaysia, most all of them are. I see. You know, they're a part of like Teach for Malaysia and those types of organizations, big companies, like so on and so forth. They have business empires that they've built right. over generations of them being there. It's just not the case everywhere else. And in Punjab, it's even more so an <coughs> issue because there's such a huge uh, range in in education and approach to situations that you have to deal with, which we weren't just, which is why we didn't go to Punjab. But we, mm. so like Harinder Singh, he did a presentation to uh, Sambad, right? Which is the, uh, I guess you can say the intellectual kind of body of people that get together and do presentations every so yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, and it's based out of Ludhiana. And did a presentation to them that, you know, we can consult on our experience doing this that we believe that this needs to be done in Punjab, but we don't have the resources, tools, or capability or expertise to conduct this in Punjab. Okay. You guys have to do it. Yeah. And a lot of people ask questions. They're like, okay, so how did you do this, 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 but essentially then nothing came of it because some something else happened and we're right. distracted about that thing. Right. You know, uh, That's you know, the people are there, uh, but I, I think it'll happen. Cause I mean, like I said, you know, before COVID, uh, these conversations were happening. 
yeah. at, at, at the occult level. There, there, like there is progress. Um, it wasn't as impactful as you were hoping. It's not overt. It's yeah. not overt at all. And okay. nothing really ever is. That's the unfortunate thing about the bunt is, is like a lot, it, it, you're either in the know or you're not. Yeah. So I'm not directly tied to people, but I know the people that are, and they know that I, I exist and I want to help. And there's thousands and thousands of me doing yeah. this. You know, they're all over the place. I can tell you about another guy uh, named, uh, actually, I don't want to say his name. He's in Australia, another guy in Germany, and yeah. then another guy in Malaysia that all drafted things. I see. You know, they between bylaws or, you know, Svidivadan or whatever. Yeah. But the point is, is like, why can't we pay for all of us to get together and draft something and, you know, fight each other about how to write something? <laughs> like, yeah. We don't have the resources or financials to do that type of thing. Um, but, it, but just to backtrack, another opposition or, or thing that six would get caught up on is uh, implementation. Hmm. And I would say is like, don't, it was really, it was like, impossible. What's an example? What, what? If they were like, you're developing all these processes, how are we going to apply it? Yeah. How are we going to implement all of it? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Let's develop the process first. Yeah, you're saying that they were getting stuck on that question. Yeah. And then they're, <laughs> and then they're like, well, there's no, there's no point in doing any of this if we're not going to, you know, have an implementation plan. I'm like, and then I would try to make the argument that, look, Anandpursab resolution was written in the 60s. We didn't start Tarm Yod Morcha until 1982 with Baba right. Janel Singh. Right. That's when they actually started agitating for its implementation. Right. So, like, we, we need, the thing is, is like these sparks, these things, these movements, layers happen yeah. randomly. You can't, right. even, you can't even guess. It just happens. Right. We're never prepared for it. And you expect, like, even Sarbat Khalsa in 2015, it just happened because Simranjit Singh Man and them announced that they were going to do Sarbat Khalsa. And everybody right. was like, oh, somebody used the word Sarbat Khalsa. And everybody got excited. And then real conversations started happening that really uh, Simranjit Singh Man and his co weren't prepared for those conversations happening. And so when we came with our academic approach and intellectual approach saying, yeah. we got to develop a governmental process, they were like, they're like, whoa, what? whoa, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just trying to win the election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So uh, there's, there's all sorts of stuff like that happening all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, and, and so implementation was a thing people got caught up on. Another thing was, is, uh, why aren't you just talking about Khalistan? I'm <laughs> right. like, well, we're talking about setting up a governance structure that can exist, whether we have a state or not. Right. Um, and then they were like, wow, oh, that's, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've gotten insults. To saying yeah. that you're a traitor to the Panth, you're a traitor to the Khalsa, you're a traitor to the Shahids because you're not just saying Khalistan. Um, but in actuality, you know, like we're trying to develop a governmental system that yeah. we can exist in a world where maybe nation states don't exist anymore. Or, yeah, and not only that, uh, like I think a lot like, of Panthic minded people, they're for the spirit of a Khalistan. But how are you going to define what it is? Yeah, so if, if we're trying to make a governmental structure, obviously right. if you one that exists beyond any statehood or region, yeah. it can easily be implemented when and if a state arrives. I think it's a separate thing completely. And people right. are going, no, it's not. Yeah. You're just, you're just, uh, you're just um, diluting. Yeah. And I'll be like, we're not. We're not. Like, in essence, like, okay, I, I put this thought. So I, I was only able to, sh- just to quiet one person up about this who was really loud. Everybody else just, you know, kept calling us names and saying yeah. we were whatever we were. One person I said to him, I was like, look, I gave two arguments to them. I said, what about when earth becomes inhabitable because of immense pollution by human beings and we have to settle on another planet? Right. Oh my <laughs> God. Hang on. You, I can't <laughs> believe you're just saying this. I'm going to pause you right there for a second. 
for years. I've been developing this in my head. I've been a workshop called a sick mission to Mars Hmm. that we have to, all of us are going to be going to Mars and everything is up for grabs again. (laughs) And then go through this workshop. Exactly that, (laughs) that the earth has become an inhabitable and we have to go. And right. now, we, now we have an opportunity, you know, kind of recreating 47 right. and, you know, whatever. Right. But sorry, you said that. And I was like, oh, my God. I've, <laughs> no, I would love to explore this topic way more than you. The, re- the way it came to me was it was actually an episode of Deep Space Nine. Oh, my uh, God. I love Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I love Deep Space Nine. <laughs> that it was is, the best. <laughs> it was the best. There because they ev- covered everything. They covered they the did. politics. They covered <laughs> the, the Bajorans and the... Yeah. Car- uh, no, I, I just said yeah. Kardashians. I mean, Kardashians. <laughs> Kardashians, yeah. With the the Kardashians. <laughs> uh, everything. Uh, it was also an episode on Star Trek The Next Generation where uh, there was a planet of a specific tribe of Native Americans that they were given by the United Federation of Planets because they lost their homeland. Like, oh, we waited a thousand years <laughs> for this. And then the concept was one. like uh, a, a star was about to supernova yeah. and the planet was going to be destroyed. They're like, you're trying to move us again. <laughs> like, and that was like a whole, a whole thing. But that's where that, that idea came to my head. And I think maybe he thought I was crazy and he just stopped talking to me because like, I put these scenarios out there. Yeah. Um, no, no, that's a real <laughs> scenario. We live in a world where that is possible. Right. Yeah, you know? it is. It is. It's 100% possible. Well, what was the second point you made? Because I interrupted you when you said that. Um, the second, the second so you, point. Um, first one was goodness. that. The first happens? one was resettlement. Yeah. Uh, the second point was this. I was like, if you, if you have done the study and research and we have developed a governance structure, a, de- a decision-making structure that says only decisions that can ever pass are based on gurmat and based on gurmat, seketehas, through the lens of gurmat, even evaluate, just because it happened in history, doesn't matter. It yeah. matters what we make sense of gurmat, whether it was a good thing that it happened or not. Right. If you believe it's a gurmat thing and there's a decision-making structure that all six are accountable to that, beyond, that exists beyond a state and you put forth a resolution proposal for statehood and you think it's gurmat and the decisions will not be made unless it's gurmat, don't yeah. you think Khalistan will be made automatically? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you don't have faith or confidence in the gurmat behind the, the Khalistan idea or statehood. I think they're, you know, I think it's bad branding to be honest, but anyway, uh, statehood, then you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be scared of this at all. If you do, I'm not scared of it. Right. I want decisions. Even, even if my own belief structure, if I believe that, yeah, obviously it is. But if somebody can teach me that it's not through gurmat based decision-making, yeah, why wouldn't I want to learn? Right. Right. Why wouldn't I? I know it's not going to happen because there's just no way. Right. But like, if but if it could, this is yeah. where it could happen. This is where it could happen. Where I could learn something. I want to learn something. I want six to have a perspective on everything. I want us to be able to critically make decisions on gurmat on a global level. That's the ultimate sangat. Yeah. How how else are we supposed to be what we're supposed to be if we can't have those dialogues and have a structure based on? figuring out what the good thing to do at this particular time is. And the world is smaller now than it's ever been. Yeah. With technology, it's, it's immense. Yeah, it, we have the opportunities. I mean, the, the, th- the issue is that we're not thinking about this stuff. We're all caught up in our own lives. We're, we're busy making money, trying to pay our bills or get ahead or, or, or we're caught up in trauma, you know, like a lot of us are, it's a fact. Uh, and we're not dealing with that properly as well. Um, yeah. And that may be a reason why we can't progress because we're not dealing with it as well. 
That's an interesting so, point. Yeah. Yeah. But fascinating. I, I mean, that's, I, I think when we start to think about how we can get people to start implement, not implementing, that's not the right word, but um, looking into what are the different perspectives? What are the tools that are available? How can we use them together? Then you will see the next step. Then you'll see the people that be like, they'll stop questioning what's the implementation process. And they'll start saying, Hey, I have an idea on how to implement this. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's going to take, it's going to take that initial getting everybody together, getting them having these discussions, even yeah. the debates. Fine. You're angry about this. Something I did before let's, you know, let's have the debate or let the Sangat, you know, uh, give you feedback and be open to it. Right? Absolutely. 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 Very interesting. So <clears throat> you haven't really given up on that idea. It's, you weren't disheartened in that sense. You were just kind of the whole thing got sidetracked and, but it, you're saying that the fruit of that is still kind of fallen. There's still, it, it, there's it, still movement yeah. in that direction. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely conversations that have happened. Uh, I think they're intermittent and they're not as consistent as you'd want it to be because of so many more distractions. <laughs> right. And it, but it's 100% not in the public sphere <laughs> at right, all. Right. Right. It's okay. not, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, none of us are, we're trained in capitalizing on a, you know, a viral movement. Yeah. Of the sort. Yeah. It was new to us. I mean, we made a Facebook page that had got like 50,000 followers in like four days. Yeah. And no time. This was happening. And then we're like, now what? And now it's just sitting there and nobody ever does anything with it. We haven't done anything within four years, five years. Yeah. To be honest, nobody even knows who's in charge of it anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like, you know, what are we supposed to do? So what are you working on now? What do you do? What, what projects are you on? Uh, mainly I just, I just focus on Logger. That's it. I okay. just do that and uh, explain to people about Logar. So Logar is a, a in essence a toy company mm-hmm. based. You uh, know our mission statement is to uh, learn Sikh heritage in a way that's never been done before. So it started. It's myself and uh, Puneet Singh, which you know. Yeah. Uh, yep. He was in Michigan for a long time, but now he's yeah. moved. Um, you know, him and I started this up, and essentially, you know, I I started. I wanted to design things that were, you know, try to try to implement my my career into Sikhi in some sense. Yeah, uh, I knew the big level things I couldn't do. Like, uh, you know, I don't have the resources or or path or opportunities to, you know, work on, you know, trying to make a better well or something for some band in Punjab. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't think any work is needed there. We have a totally different water issue. But uh, um, so I was like, you know. I like toys. I never had any sick toys when I was little. What can I do? And then I, so I started designing Lego kits essentially is what it was. So I, but I also wanted to challenge the perceptions of things. So typically people would start with making a, a a Drabar side or Harmandar side. Some people like to call. Uh, And I was like, I'm not doing that. No way. I'm not doing commodity. I want to talk about things that people don't really think about. So the first thing I made was a Kaltuk side by Kaltuk, Legos. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I mean, no, the interesting thing there too was you made different levels of it, right? Like there's a right. basic and intermediate and then the advanced, which yeah. is how many pieces is your advanced? Kaltuk? It was like 2,500 or something. Yeah. So, that's awesome. we, so yeah, a bunch of people got it. 
only two people were able to finish building it. So we kind of, <laughs> so we kind of discontinued it. We don't do it anymore. Uh, so yeah. I just, the little ones sell a lot though. The yeah. little ones. Uh, well, but I think, it's, it's I think a, there's still a thing that we think of it as kids toys. And this oh, is something I saw in what Sequinder saying yeah. he, about his movies. They're just kids movies. And yeah, we got yeah. stop thinking that way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 here's a principle. Like, First of all, you get to express yourself creatively. Yeah, it's because I can't draw or anything. This is the only thing I could do. So <laughs> it's like I started making Lego sets. Yeah. So um, now, have you? Are you venturing outside of Legos? Like, because when you say that, I think of like when we were kids, you play with Star Wars action figures, superhero action figures, and different toys. Is is there a direction? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We just didn't have enough resources, but now. You know, the time is coming. We've identified particular artists that we want to work with, uh, oh, that we nice. want to support. The, the idea is like, so I could have gotten anybody. I could have paid somebody, some modeler, you yep. know, freelancer.com, whatever. But I wanted to support a, um, you know, I don't think this, I think this is okay. You know, some people argue that this is, you know, discriminatory. I wanted to support an Amritati artist. Right. That was, uh, that was in Punjab that came from a family that they're trying to support. Okay. And I found one guy. Wow. It was an exceptional sculptor. Yeah. Exceptional. That's and he awesome. didn't have time for so long. Um, but now he has time. And so he's open. Now he's doing all sorts of work. And I'm really happy for him because he can support. He, he's from a family that had been making uh, large Punjabi doors. Oh. You know, like the big eight, 10 foot ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since the empire. I see. Like, so it's his, like decorative and stuff. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So his, his family was doing that. Oh, wow. And he was the first one. So they're all artists but they've been making these awesome doors and wooden sculptures, furniture stuff for so long. Wow. Um, you know, like Manjian stuff or like Maraj. Yeah. They were making doors for local Gordwaras, Etihasa Gordwaras for so long. Uh, they're not appreciated or, or they have no patronage. And so we were like, we want to be patrons towards somebody specifically. Yeah, and you know, the FUBU for us, by yeah, us, for us mentality, by you know, <laughs> yeah, that, there's something to that. Even Sukhvinda Virji talked about that when he had voice actors, they interviewed actual actors and he would look at them and be like uh you don't embody any of the qualities of these yeah, yeah, characters yeah. and he felt like i don't want you to do this voice so he would find gursic personalities and ask them to do you know help mm -hmm. music help with the voices yeah i absolutely. mean there's a lot of there's a lot of improvement that could be done there um but again he had the same problem he uh, it's a money issue resource yeah, and also like logistically trying to make it work is also challenging yeah you know oh, trying yeah. to arrange you know we're trying to do whatsapp calls with people it just wasn't working especially with you know you know everything runs differently in south asia in india and in pakistan mm -hmm. whatever you want it's just, it's their timings are different they're you have to consistently bother and if you don't something doesn't get done um so learning the cultural aspects of getting work done is something that we're still figuring out to be honest um, but you know, we have a goal in mind. We do want to get into figures making. We've had, we have several concepts, so okay. it is in the works, but in the meantime, uh, you know, we're still doing Lego sets. Um, you know, we, we've, we've done a Harmandar Sahib, a large Harmandar Sahib or Darbar Sahib, but we, we did a twist to it instead of yellow bricks to represent gold. We did tan <laughs> bricks. The so original. Yeah. So people are like, why is this muddy Darbar Sahib? We're like, well, that's what it used to look used like. Used to look before, like, right. Before we became obsessed with marble and gold. So like, we don't. <laughs> I don't want to. Make, I'm not making money from this. I mean, it's right. it's all about trying to challenge things and give kids what we didn't have, and, fam and families too. You know, look, I'm a huge Lego fan, dude. I, yeah. I, have a, I have a room full of Lego sets. I have 
I paid $900 for that giant Millennium Falcon that I built. It took me 30 hours. It was my gift for myself two years ago. I bought it. And everybody's like, oh, it took up the entire coffee table. You know, it's still sitting there. Uh, You know, so I do all that. Um, You know, it's fine. So I I still enjoy it. I mean, I've gotten messages where people are like, oh, you know, I wish I had these when I was a kid. I was like, why don't you get them now? I play with them. Yeah. And and that's the thing. We're (laughs) We're not thinking about it the right way either. Honestly, the Hollywood and all these movies and the comic books, I love all that stuff too. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it is brainwashing you, right? It is, it's, I'm using the word brainwashing, but what, it's programming you to a mm-hmm. certain thing. And if you have things that are related to your own history, Sikhi related, Gurmat based, that's also programming you. Mm-hmm. So now you're interacting with those things in your childhood when your brain is still developing right. and you're making those connections deeper. Right, right. You know, and then when you see like even now, if I see a guy, Superman, you know, dressed like Superman and it looks like Superman, yeah, you get a little excited. Hey, that's Superman. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine you have these little Khalsa figures that you've been pl- playing battles, redoing yeah, yeah. Battle of Chamkor and, you know, whatever. And then you see somebody that looks like that at the Gurdwara. Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you feel that pride. You feel that connection. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's, that's what you're oh, Go ahead. Yeah, we have superheroes ourselves within our own nation like these are real people these are people that were literally cut to pieces but didn't didn't stop what they were doing so that's that's real yeah this isn't a fantasy uh and so yeah that is a huge motivation when you when you think about it um but you know aside from that so we've continued uh you know, we do wood stuff now we we made a a wooden fancy board type thing so we have a cnc router my father uh the garage sink he does all the machining and stuff so i do all the design work he does the machining okay um you know we're designing everything on the computer and then the machine just kind of carves it out right not necessarily it's not a plug and play type thing you have to program how the tool moves and the speed of the tool and all that And that's what your father knows how to do yeah he's he's the machinist there i mean i I can do it as well but he's he has 30 years of experience (laughs) okay so he's like the the expert i'm like a novice or not even like a beginner um so, you know, we have a, we have a good, and that, you know, he's retiring soon. And so our idea is that he's going to be doing this in his retirement, just fabricating all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like he's obsessed with clocks now. So he wants to make like Punjabi number clocks oh, and all wow. that stuff. So we're getting into all that stuff, but we, we want to get into like, there's endless possibilities for us to do. Um, like, you know, we, we already actually did this. Um, and somebody might steal the idea, which I don't care to be honest, because the idea is, I, that's the thing is, I don't care whoever steals my idea. I just care that it's getting made. Right. So it's available. Right. If I can do it cheaper than somebody, because I think your prices are outrageous, yeah. that's just, I'll just sell it for cheaper. Yeah. But if you're selling it for a fair price, I'll be like, all right, yeah, you do your thing. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to do it. Right, right. right. So, um, so that's why I don't care if people steal anything. But we we started making, uh, so we we, we went to, uh, into Google's, they have they have terrain data for everywhere in the world. Yeah. So I extrapolated the terrain data for Punjab itself and basically oh. created a, uh, a, a embossed thing that we machined out of wood of the map of Punjab. Wow. That's cool. Uh, so we extracted it like that. And I know somebody else is trying to do it too right now. Uh, we did it like three years ago, but then we started using the, doing the panty board instead. Yeah. Uh, but that person's working on it right now. I'm like, yeah, go power to you. Go for it. Um, but I'll still do it if he does it too expensive. So, and, you know, when you were saying that for some, my, brain kind of went on a tangent a little i was thinking about like can you imagine if you carved out like 
the, you know, the hills of Anand Prasad or something, or anywhere you could play with your little action figures. 100%. That's what yeah. you think I'm trying to do here. Oh my God. That <laughs> I would be, play. yeah, that I would, would be so cool. <laughs> and then you could just go a step further. You could create, you know, a sick Dungeons and Dragons type role play. Absolutely. Game. You know, Absolutely. like there's so, there's so many possibilities. Yeah. You can, and you can have, you can hire people to write stories and stuff. Yeah. And they yeah. Play out stories of, okay. I, um, like you have to, okay. Like, uh, there's some story where you have to get the Nagani for, uh, <laughs> for Bichitar Singh yeah. to the Fort in time. So in like 10 <laughs> turns, you have to navigate all these obstacles. Oh like, man, that's a really like, great idea. And get there before everything. And you can kind of like tell side stories, fake, you know, fiction side stories for all these real stories in our history, just yeah. so people can engage with it in a fun way. I want to do all these things at the end of the day is resources, time and people. Yep. yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard. Well, here, yeah. do, do this. Email me, um, your the website and whatever contact information if you have like social media special set up for any of this stuff for sure because that way um if we can start to get the word out you know i mean i know you've already done this for a while you you probably got a lot more exposure than i'm going to be able to get you but um still there's a lot of people that don't know All exposure is good exposure yeah, yeah exactly. a lot of people don't know yeah um, we're not good at you know and i'm not a businessman I'm an engineer and, right. and I'm a thuddy, right? So right. it's like, I don't, I don't have that skill set. I can build and design things all day long. Okay. So that's what you're working on. The Legos and the action figures and, and it got a couple of things coming down the road. I mean, from a bunt excess, there's things going on too, but there's nothing really fruitful. It's just dreams right now or, or yeah. aspirations. The dreams are good though, man. People need to hear the dreams. You okay. Know? So here's the dream essentially is there needs to be sick thought development. Yeah. And there needs to be an organization based on it. Like a sick think they, tank. A sick think tank, you yeah. can call it. Um, you know, that's I, really I, interesting. I've, I've been doing that. Everybody I call, I tell them everything I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we need, there needs to be the organization that actually sits there and, right. So like, you know, for instance, like we got, I, I actually, to be honest, I didn't under, I didn't really agree with all the branding for free at Golf Duck or the process right up front. We need to just gather the people who are willing to work only yeah. and not worry about the community at first Yeah, and do a ton of work. And then, then after the work is done, after we've peer reviewed it internally yes. with all these minds, then you put it out there for the community. Well, have, I'll tell you that kind of did that with the retreat in 95. He had handpicked like about a hundred people from across the country in Canada to come to that retreat. That was the first retreat. Like most of the time you just went to camp. And then when you were 18, you graduated from camp and then you went on with your life or whatever. Yeah. And uh, the idea was he wanted to say, I want the college kids and the young professionals that, that he thought were the leaders, but they're not connected. We weren't connected together. And, you know, everybody was there. Kumit Singh was there. Uh, Harinder was there. Um, you know, Sinet started from that retreat. Mm-hmm. You know, we all just, a ton of us just met there and then big things happened out of there. Uh, but it took, you know, everybody getting together and they started working. They were mostly Amritari people. They might have all been Amritari people. I don't remember for sure. But, you know, they were all Pantic minded. There was no yeah. having to stop a workshop and explain why keeping your hair is important or something. Oh my like. goodness. That was a huge challenge for us. So yeah. it's like, who said the pant was guru? I'm like, what are you talking about? Who said the pant was guru? I don't want to talk about this right now. Yeah, and we got we got bigger and better things to deal with. Like, are you serious? Like, yep. come on. No, that happens. But, you know, one thing that I had thought about, and this is where I, when you started talking about it, I jumped right to the think tank. I had thought about this database where 
Um, it's a hand-selected group of people from around the world, you know, right. intellectuals or, or, or Bantic-minded people contribute. And almost like Quora or something else where you post an issue and then everybody can respond with their evidence, Gurmat-based or history-based evidence of why they think, you know, one way or another. And all the research can be compiled there as evidence, you know, and then you're just kind of tracking each issue like that and they can vote one way or the other collectively, which answer they think is right. But, uh, you know, like the idea was though, they don't all have to know who each other are either. Now there's Mm -hmm. obviously going to be some people who help pick the people, or maybe they nominate people and then there's a internal review and they're added to the board, but you'd want people on all sides of all the issues giving their best evidence so that it can be either accepted or countered. Yeah. It's, it's creating the criteria for the people, the minimum understanding, like it gets really in depth, really fast and really complex. You can gather a bunch of smart people, Yeah, but I'll tell you, okay. Like in, I think it was, it was before Amrinder Singh won the election, right? Before Congress party won. Yeah. I actually got in an argument with Captain Amrinder, the current chief minister of Punjab yeah. on the Sikh military history forum on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> and basically it was somebody posted a picture of the Fulkian Baba Ala Singh, right? Okay. Um, he was the first missile of the Fulkian. And they're essentially the ones who committed treason. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, they sided with Ahmed Shah of Dali when the yeah. rest of the six were, you know, you know, the genocide happened upon them. And they're the ones who, uh, you know, didn't join the empire because they're like, oh, Ranjit Singh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But they ended up siding with the British. Yeah. They're the ones that, uh, you know. We're feeding blew, them information. and Right. And they're the yeah. ones who killed thousands of Nihangs at Dukhnevan mm-hmm. and Saab in Patiala when Nihangs were about to do a guerrilla military war against yeah. the British. They basically derailed any chance of six keeping sovereignty. Yeah. And then later on, Congress Party supports Indira Gandhi and, you know, I mean, they all joined the yeah, Congress you're, Party. Yeah, you connected it all uh, back. Right? Yeah. That's why I connected it all yeah. together, right? <laughs> so, like, uh, you go to them and I've talked to him and he was saying, oh, it was the politics of the time. That's what oh, I said. No. I was like, you, 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 the Fulkia <laughs> went against the rest of the Khalsa. Right. There is a map. There is a map that a, a French map, ma- map maker, I believe, he was a French, right? He was a very famous map maker, was sent by the British to map all of South Asia. Yeah. And I, I, I'd argue this is where the term Sikhs come from and India, like as okay. a whole, because they made a map of India, which is all of South yeah, Asia. Yeah, they just kind of grouped them all right? together and said, yeah, hey, this is India now. And so, so you know, and the missiles were Confederacy, right? Yeah. They independently ran. They had different areas of influence. So, you know, the Sutlej River, south of that is the Fulkia missile. Okay. Right? They're called the Patiala, you know, Nabba, Jind, Ketal, yeah. uh, all these like different states, Malera Kotla, right? All these different, uh, they're the ones that became Pepsu. So yeah, okay. anything south of Sutlej, uh, anything north of Sutlej to the Wait, Indus real quick, River, explain what Pepsu is. So uh, it's Punjab, uh, em- like it's a, it, was a, it was a state that was formed uh, during British Raj, yeah. which had all the, the Sikh principalities, all the Sikh uh, kingdoms. Yeah, that they kind of just grouped of, them together and then gave yeah, it a name. But that that was everybody except the Ranjit Singh and the, the Sikh right. Empire with the, uh, with the Kaldakht Empire. and Akali right. Fula Singh and Hari Singh Nalwa. So that was the actual Sikh Empire. Yeah. And these are all the people who wanted power for themselves, who sided with the British. And they yeah. were able to retain their wealth and everything. Right. Um, so that was Pepsu. Yeah. Uh, so anything south of the Satluj is them. Right. So I call them the, the traitors. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. always mess with my wife because she's from Roper. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're from the trader side. <laughs> you're from the trader. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 
So you guys uh, have you guys you haven't been married long enough then. <laughs> I mean, it's been five years. It's good enough. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, uh, so above above that, right? Um, I totally forgot what my point was here. Oh no, you were saying like um, um, you were talking about like how, gosh, it kind of slipped in my mind too. Well, they they, they were essentially uh, aligned with the British, and they were against everything. That the six is oh here the map the map yeah the map yeah yeah the map okay so the the French guy made the map that yeah. was hired by the British so he asked everybody in the regions of like who's Raj is this who's who's the, the governor or the ruler of this land so all eleven of the six missiles from the Satluj all the way to the Indus actually all the way to Khyber Pass I'd argue they all said this is Sikraj none of them said their own name I see none of them. But south of the Satluj, they yeah. all said their own name. Their own name. Right? right. So on the map, on between Satluj and all the way up to the Khyber Pass, all the way to, to, to Rajasthan, to Jaisalmer, all the way there. So that's an immense piece of land. It says on that map, this is during, it says country of the six. Wow. On the, this is the oldest map of South Asia. Wow. So during missile period, Sikh influence was from Kashmir to Jaisalmer. Wow. That was that was where six were ruling during missile period. Yeah. That's immense. That's the size of Mexico. Right. Right. <laughs> right, right. Mexico is humongous. Yeah. Right. That's that's the entire west coast of the United States. Yeah. And now Punjab is the size of Maryland. <laughs> right. right. So uh but that but the, the, the point no, is, and is even the mindset. The, even the more important like amazing thing is like we know the countries today. We know about Afghanistan and and Pakistan and and you know um all, all these areas we and know all that Pakistan was Sikraj. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all of that was right. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, so crazy. Uh, it's it's a, but but the but the I the point is is I'm not talking about land grab or whatever, I'm talking right. about uh mentality the mentality right right they and were so all, that, they the, were united so those, right so that the people who have the mentality of not, i'm not going to say sekraj that this is that they exist to the, to this day and they're rampant i see so I, when i argue with something like captain Amender and whatever on facebook or whatever yeah. a long time ago facebook's a bigger deal in in, in india than it is in, in diaspora i see it's like everything for them they talk and all that stuff happens there like they even arrest people based on what they like on facebook wow. uh but uh he he was basically saying, you know, the, the general idea is that, you know, oh, Guru Gobind Singh Ji, or I forgot what, I think it was Guru Gobind Singh Ji, said the, the sons of fool would be rajas and rule their whole lives or something. Yeah. And they've taken that to this day. And so for them, you know, the Dal Khalsa or Tat Khalsa or whatever, you know, so the, the Sarbat is, because yeah. they claim back to Guru Gobind Singh Ji said that they can rule on their own. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a thing. It, that's a, so what I'm saying is when you're selecting people for, a for think some, tank or whatever. Yeah. You have, you, gotta, to be very, you have to understand that there's these people with a very specific perspective like this. Yeah. That is actually the antithesis of everything. Right. So there's fundamentals that need to be accepted when you're and it's like, how do you how do you figure out what those well, fundamentals are? No, you do that. One person becomes two people, and those two people are, you know, they know who they are, they work together, they understand each other, and then they become four people. Yeah. Until, you know, it has to be that way. It can't be an open thing where anybody who thinks they know anything come apply. Yeah, I, it has to be tight. See, I, I would argue, I mean, I could name probably 50 people right now, right. But and who's going to unite them. Who's going to contact, who's going to do the resources and time to get them all together and get them to use vacation days or whatever. And no, where would you do you're, it? You're absolutely right. But that's why it has to be a platform. Somebody, yeah. has, so we need to be putting some effort into a platform. I even thought about that for 
just understanding Guru Granth Sahib. Like mm. we have different interpretations. They should all be available to us. You know, like I should be able to click on a Shabbat. I should be able to click on a line. I should be able to click on a word and I should be able to get the variations of interpretations. Right. And then, you know, just so that our information is there and then we can study more and we can learn more and we can figure out why, why is this interpretation this way? And why is this interpretation that way? You mm-hmm. can do that. You know, with Gurbani, you can do that with politics. You can do that with, I mean, even a sick think tank. One of the examples I've used when I was talking to one of my buddies about this was, and he thought I was crazy, but I was like, you got to think about this. What are we going to do in the United States if a sick does some high profile crime or some kind of high profile act of violence? What is the sick response to a, a sick who may have done something like that that's getting a lot of media attention? Nobody's even prepared. Well, I think they are now. Sick Coalition and a couple others, they are thinking this way and starting to prepare for worst case scenario type things. But we don't think about how, what is our response. If something happens in the world, some atrocity, some kind of you know, Holocaust or these kinds of things. What is the collective sick response to that? You know, maybe we can't get a world sick response, but maybe we can get an American sick response. Maybe we can get a Canadian sick response. You know, I don't know. But we're not even we're not even thinking of that. All we think about is the organization we belong to or the Gurdwara we belong to or the particular group that we belong to. And are we perpetuating those ideas? Right. Yeah, 100 um, percent. You know, there, there is there's there's a lot of challenges to how we organize and how we yeah. <laughs> how we deliberate. But essentially what you're saying, I agree with them. We need a platform. And that's why I argued about for so long. I just don't know. I mean, I've created the processes where it exists and how it gets implemented is issue. And, but essentially we, we haven't had time to actually fully flesh out the processes, yeah. which I think is the number one important thing, you know, but you know, it's, it's time well, and resources. Look, I think we've already solved all the puns problems today. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we've been, it's, we've done. Been. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. Right, we're going to put a up now. There's, yeah, there's no, not much more to say. <laughs> no, we've, we've been going for a while here and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to take up too much of your time either, but I really, really appreciate uh, you coming on Net Hung's arena and talking about the things you talk about. People need to know that people are talking about these things. People are thinking about these things. Actions, you know, things are happening. Right. And I want to make sure that we connect you know, in a way that people can be motivated and inspired to do more themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, having me over. It was, it was fun. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun for me too. Yeah, John yeah. Singh, thank you very much. Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay. 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 Okay.